Okay, so today's stuff is Nun Chet, um, and we begin as follows. Conscious Ampara Israel. So we saw before in the Mishnah that if a Kohen um, has an arrangement within Israel or vice versa to, to use others' para, then it depends whether whether he's some para or whether he just borrows it, whether the Israel can feed truma to that cow or the Kohen can feed truma to that cow. Meaning it depends on whether it's, I meaning if it was just a normal rental, then only if it was the Kohen's cow can Truma be fed to it. But if it's Israel's cow and it's in Kohen's possession, he can't feed Truma to it because it's not his. But if it was Sampara, when we said Sampara is where he was at Makabel, even cases of Ones and Meta, he'd pay. So they worked out the value, etc. Then that situation, it's almost like it belongs to the person who's in, who, who's, who's in care it is. So therefore, now if the coins start looking after this animal and using it, then he could feed it. So it's opposite. However, this Gemara seems to collect. Says Lokan Lokan Tani. This is not what we learned elsewhere. Minai Lokan Shekana Eved Ulisra. So Eved Ulisrael Boshut for it. If a coin buys an Eved and Israel has a Shuta for it, and I feel a Chad Mamerbo, even if he only has one percent holding in this Eved, then Shein Machel Truma. Where do I know that then? Then since the, as soon as the Israel has some sort of share in the Eved, then the coin cannot give him Truma. Tabulam Vakoin Kiyikne. Understanding is it has to be fully the possession of the coin. As soon as Israel has some some share in this Eved, he can't beat him Truma. So to, so too in our case as well. In other words, even if he's some para, even if the coin says I take full responsibility for this animal, still since it really the animal belongs to the Israel, meaning the coin can't just keep it if he likes. None, so therefore, it's as if he has at least a one one percent sharing in this animal. So therefore, he shouldn't be able to feed the animal. Uh, Truma at all. So Tani Bar Kafra, therefore, Chadze Vachadze Lotochal Truma. It doesn't matter which way you have it, whether it's Sampara, Lo Sampara, in all the manners of arrangements where he's borrowing a coin, either the power of the cow was borrowed from the coin to an Israel or vice versa. It doesn't matter, you shouldn't you be able to feed it Truma. Um, what's interesting here is, therefore, that is because this, this Tana that we're learning, we're citing, requires 100% full ownership, beginning to end, in order for to feed this animal Truma. However, I'll just read the Rosh Cerilio. Vatane didan savar kevan de bakule talmuda. We always see in Gemara. Amrinan dechi kamle bruchute. As soon as it's in his reshut, like in the case of Sampara, kedidei dami. It's as if it's his. Hachinami. So to our case, kedidei as well. Nami. Like that's why our Mishnah holds. If it's some, if the coins Sampara, he can feed it. Vlo chashishavu de'ini yachul la'akfa la'atzmo shior. And the fact that the coin wouldn't be able to like keep it for him for his for himself. That's not considered like having 1% holding. Meaning some para makes it, it's like your possession while it's in your possession 100%. That's why our, our uh, Tana understands it. Next case. So this is referring to the case that we said you can light, um, you can light Shemet Sreifa in shuls and, and Batei Midrash on streets as well. So Shimon Bar, Bar B'Shem Rabbi Yochanan, Kenu Matnita Cholim When it comes to, because we said in our Mishnah, if you, if you remember, so we mentioned all this place you can light it, also by a chole, and we ended Bereshut Kohen. Now, it seems to be in the pre- as long as, the, the, uh, as a coin is there, correct? What he's teaching us is it's only the case of where there's a chole, do we have to be certain that a coin is going to be there, right? That's when we dove need a coin to be there. However, but in shuls, you don't have to know that there's a Kohen there in order to light it. 
Because since, this is where Reb Chaim explained it, since they are very public places, it's almost certain that a coin is going to come in or out. So therefore, you don't have to know with certainty. That's why these very public places, you can light the Shem and This touches on the debate whether lighting Shem Etzrefer uh, for, your, for your own, one's own benefit is sort of derived to the Rabbanon, but that's a matter for a different a further study. Um, what's interesting here, because I'll tell you why that touches on it, because Panei Moshe says, what's different to Bate Knes or Bate Midrosh? He says, no, it's not that you know a coin's going to come in or out. We're making those places to let you do it because it is a Tzorech Rabin. As soon as there's a public need for this, uh, for lighting, that's when you're light, allowed to burn Shem and Tzorech. That seems to suggest that maybe it's just Nisra Rabbanan to do so. So as soon as there's a Tzorech, uh, tzorech Rabin, you can light it. Whereas it sounds like Reb Chaim is saying that it might be a problem to your writer. That's why it's almost you need to rely on a Chazaka that there will be a coin coming in there in order to light it. Light the Shem and Tzorech. Okay, let's continue. Tanare B'chia. Bikur HaChole Eino Shiur. When it comes to Bikur Cholem, there's no Shiur to the Mitzvah. I mean, it's not as if you go in, you've done the Mitzvah, you go out and that's it. And then Shur means that um, even if you come in and out a hundred times, you fulfill the mitzvah. So Amr Abchiyabar Ada Matnita Amr Kama Mishnah suggests this because it says Ava Alga Beicholim Brashur Kohen, meaning already Rav Chaim says the Mushum Hachi Naken Alga Beicholim Mushum Deshari Apilu Kfar Amada Kohen. Even if the Kohen has left Vahalach, you can still have the candle there burning Mushum Bevadai because certainly he's going to come back Biachsor Biachshul Bevakro. In other words, we, yeah, that's what the Mishnah is suggesting, because if it was really true that the Mitzvah is done and dust and you, once you go out of there, it might just be that al it's only when the coin's there. But now much because he comes in and out, in and out you can understand the Mitzvah, it's a, it's a continual Mitzvah. Let's continue. Now, when we said you can take the Shem and Sreifa, and take it to shul and, and use it to fuel the candles there or light up the streets and the like. That only makes sense if you talk about in Israel who inherited Truma Tmeya, because it's his own property. So he can do what he, he can use it as he pleases to an extent, right? Um, in other words, how, how would that be in Israel? He's, his maternal grandfather was a Kohen who died and therefore who's Yoresh Truma. However, the question is, Afilu Truma Garno. What if someone simply had oil in his house? It was Tromenos Truma Tmeya. Can he use that? In this context, to light fires, to, light, 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 to fuel the lamps in a shul or not. Who's gonna and the response there from Ribizira was who's gonna matter you to do in that context? What even what have a minute do you possibly have? It's not yours to start burning. That's what seems to be the um we'll see in a second. There seems to be what appears to be a debate between Rivier and Zeira, whether this would also apply to Trumat Garno, meaning Trumat the Yomafresh. So Rabiona of Rabi Yossi, Rabiona Zira, the Rabiona and Rabi also had this debate, each siding, Rabiona siding with Rabi that you presumably could, and Rabi siding with Zira that there's no justification to do so. So here we've got to change quite a, quite a bit around, with, according to the Gra, the gra. it says, Manda Amar, so just careful here, but Truma Shanafla Lo Mi Beit Avi Imo, the shit that says that it's regarding Truma, that the mission's only referring to Truma that he's inherited, maybe Imo Kohen, Nicha, then I can understand why he can use it to burn, um, to fuel fires in the, uh, to, to light, for lighting in the shul. Why? Because Michel Koatik, because it's his. However, but Truma, However, Lamanda Amar, Betrumat Garno, the shita that says that it's actually, uh, it's just referring to even Truma that he has in his possession from doing Hafrasha from his Goren. 
In other words, we've changed quite a lot, but one second. What gives him the right to start using something that's meant to be the property of the Kohen? Doesn't he have to give it to a Kohen fund? What about the mitzvah of giving a truma to a Kohen? How can you simply, yes, granted the Kohen can use this for burning and we can use truma, um, Shem and Sreifa for burning, but what gives you a right to keep it? You've got to give it to a Kohen. So, the answer is you do Zachin. You get someone that says, can you corner this for a Kohen? We corner it. Now you can use it. Now, now, so the mitzvah of, net, of giving over trumpets will be fulfilled. And then that's when you can use it already for burning in a shul and the like. Now, Tani Israel, the Kohen, shoot up in Bechanun. What if you've got Israel and a Kohen who were um, business partners? What it says here is now the question is can the Israel use the Shem and Sreifa for, for burning? For, for lighting, sorry. So, so he can fill his lamp with Shem and Sreifa. He can go up to the attic, use the candle, and go back down again. So he can use it as a transportable light. But only to use it in a manner that's required for the shutafut, for the business needs. But not for his own personal needs, because again, it has to be when you're burning Shem and Sreifa, has to be also for, it has to really be for the Tzorach HaKohen. So in this situation, a business, a business agreement, business transaction, since, since they're business partners, his activities for the benefit of the business is really benefiting the coin. Yes? And as, as it's going around the shop. Next, coin Israel, What if uh, a coin comes to Israel and sign and they're doing some accounting with one another? Um, what he can do, he can light again, light a Shemen Sreifa, because again the coin's getting hana from it. So but one second, yes. You've got Shemin Sreifa in your house, but don't you have to give it to a coin first before you can start burning it? So once again, Amarlehen, he said to him, once again. So we can take out the next little bit. Tani ben, it says, Fine. Reb Chaim takes that out. Let's continue. Tani So Bat that comes to light her lamp from a Kohenet. So it says, Tovelet ptila b'shemen Sreifa umadlik. What she can do is she can dip her wick in the shemen sreifa to soak it in there and put it in her can and to put it in a lamp in order to light it. In other words, this is despite the fact that what this this coin the bat coin is getting no hanana from it whatsoever. This is purely for the benefit of the bat Israel. So we say Rav Huna b'shem b'shem no, the exception to that is that was sha'at mishlachat ze'ebim ha'ita v'lo amad beitin u'bital. In other words, there was a, a kula that applied. In other words, berishona, I'll read you Reb Chaim, berishona hetiru beitin davar ze'er. This idea of soaking Shem and Sreifa to, to light a candle, even though the bat coin's not getting any benefit, that was only the time it ne'sakanashu ze'ebim mutsuim bechutzot. That was a time it was dangerous to walk at night because it was full of wolves. And the afal pisha abrashat zakana, Despite the fact the Shat Zakana passed, in other words, they cleaned up the matter, they weren't, weren't so dangerous to walk at night. Shalom, uh, nonetheless, Shari still, it's still mutar to do that. Shalom, because no baiting came over to undo the heter. Now, this is important. Despite the fact, in other words, since baiting will matter this particular activity, despite the fact that Tam was batel, Tam, uh, meaning that didn't make there was no need, there was no urgency to do that. Eh? The license to do so was not until like we see by as well. In other words, 
yes, this is exceptional circumstances, but it was but it was based on it was based. In other words, this this seems to be an, an edge case of a heter, but it was based on exceptional circumstances based on a matirat. And despite the fact the reason for the heter disappeared doesn't matter, since once a heter is in place, the heter continues until Beitin themselves come along and say time to end the heter. Now, where do we see this? Commander Tema lo amad Beitin ubitel apacha lo amad Beitin ubitel. So, what's this referring to? The Radio Fulda explains that this is sort of flip what we learned back in Mesech the Shvis. Now, if you recall, we're not allowed, it says in the Mishnah, anyone who plows during Shemitah, um, you're not allowed to plant Motzei Shemitah. However, there came a time that what? That there was a Shat Sakana, and they were being forced to pay taxes to plow, and they were allowed to plow, if you remember. So once that Hetra came into place, he says, despite the fact they were allowed to plow, do that thing without plowing, um, Therefore, I read the um, Rafulda. In other words, no, he didn't explain. I'll continue explaining outside. Nonetheless, uh, despite the fact that Shatzakan disappeared, there was still Mutar to do the plowing that that had to that endured. However, Rabbi Chaim doesn't explain it that way. And if you remember, um, we learned back there that the question of the Gemara Masechta Shvi'it was not that. The question was. You, there was a heter to do plowing once. The question the Gemara that was addressing in Mesech Tashvis, this is on, in, my, in um, Perek Talad Halach Bet, I think it is. Um, oh, in my Gemara, Dafim is Chavchera Modalef, my pages. Um, there, the question was, he did this, he didn't just do a single plowing, he did a second plowing. And the question was, does a knas still apply for doing the second plowing? Okay. Meaning, once a heter kicked in, does it alleviate the knas of someone who plows during Shemitah? He can't, uh, he can't plow Motzei Shemitah. And the answer of the Gemara was, no, since Beitim Umetaken, that the knas applies to someone who plows, if you plow more than that once, the Xerah still stands. That you, the knas would apply to you, um, that you're not allowed to plow Motzei Shemitah. Is that clear? I'm, I'm, I hope I gave it across properly. In other words, Chachamim placed the Xerah that anyone who plows during Shemitah is not allowed to plow Shemitah. That's a knas. However, there came a heter along the, during Shat Sakana, and the Shat Sakana allowed you to do a single plow. And the question the Gemara was, what if he does two plowings? Does the knas still apply? And the answer is the knas still applies because that knas, since it's, it was locked in, there was no baiting that was mad vatel that knas, so therefore a second plowing still endures. So the idea then as well is once a, once a, hit, once a baiting institutes something, despite the fact situations might change, the halacha stands, even if the motivation for the takana might change. Uh, so, the, the, yes, for that takana might change, until a baiting change, change the halacha. That's, uh, that's the point. I hope that was, uh, that was clear. Let's continue. Okay. So he's feeding some animals, the coin's feeding his animals by, well, next to Israel. Or the beggar of an Israel, the, the coin that's being woven by near that of an Israel. Since the coin's getting some benefit from it, um, there's, no, there's no issue with Israel also benefiting from the light. Okay. Uh, this is an important one. Again, the, this is similar to the case we saw before. A coin comes to an Israel to do some cheshbonot, some accounting. They light, they, they light some shem and sreifer above them. We discussed that case. And then the coin goes home. The question is, do you need to put out that fire anymore? Can you keep benefiting from the shem and sreifer that's burning? There's no coin benefiting from it. It's not going to be coming back. So that what you don't need to uh, you don't need to put it out. 
it can simply run its own course. Now, importantly, here the Rebbeim says. Meaning, since the, the ignition of it was done for the Torah HaKohen, it can just continue burning. There's no problem with uh, the, you don't have to put it out once the Kohen leaves. Okay, next continue. Rab Chananya Bar Achbari, Havi Aved Uvdata So Rab Chananya was a, uh, a, a worker, he's in Israel, and Rab Chiyat Sipraya was a Kohen. So, Mi Azal, meaning Azile, when Reb Chananya would go home, Malale Butsana, Reb Chia, who's a Kohen, would fill a lamp with Shem and Tzreifa. And who's the only person presumably getting benefit from this on the way home? The Israel. So he asked, for law Ken, instead of Shavkin, Savrin, which is a Savrin, but didn't we say before, in the case of the business partners, that yes, that where the Israel and the, and the Kohen were business partners in the shop, we said, yes, the Israel can use Shem and Tzreifa, for the needs of the shop, is he going upstairs and downstairs, but not for his own personal benefit? So here it seems to be this worker's going home, he's lighting his way home, isn't it for his own personal benefit? What gives him the right? So Amrin, he said, you don't understand. If I don't give him a means of lighting for the way home, he's not going to come to work. Right? So therefore, his lighting on the way home is for my benefit. Similarly, Sabri Meimar, Kidyamtid Veite, Habe Matvile. So the Havamina was that what, as soon as this worker gets home, he has to extinguish it, correct? Because it was really only so he could have access and ability to come to work and, and back. So we say, no. Amar Abchinana says, look, Alide can have a shachar, Alide can have a karat. Different ways of explaining this. But the idea is, is that no, the fact that he has lighting at home is going to enable him to go to bed properly and wake up early and that's and therefore come to work in a reasonable way at reasonable time. So that's also for my benefit. So we're extending the benefit of the Kohen, not just when he's in his presence, but for the worker, not just for the journey home, but even while he's at home so that he can come back the next day. So that's all considered uh, within the license of a of um, of an Israel using Shem and Shreifa for his benefit, because here it kind of benefits the Kohen. Um, or it does benefit. Okay. Ada Shamasha. Uh, now, again, Raful explains this very differently, but we'll explain to Rabbi Chaim. So he's a shamash, which is an attendant. Sha'al Rabbi Imi, beginta anatsava patilta minchola. The question is, can I use this to light candles for Shabbat? So what are you talking about? Here, Rabbi Chaim says, we're talking about normally we're not allowed to burn shem and srefa on Yontav for lighting Shabbos candles. Why? Because this is from Baba Madlikin. You can't burn shem and srefa beyontav because it's like burning pasal kodshim. You cannot do that. So the question is, this is based on some opinion we see later on, that if you mix chulin with shem and sreifa, then you would be able to burn, would, would be able to burn it. We'll see this coming up. So his question is, since I pre-dip my wicks in chola, as in regular oil, is that considered now a mixture with shem and sreifa that will let me light it? So amrali, no batu agabe ptilot, no, since it's uh, absorbed in the ptila, any chul in there is batal, and it's considered as if you're burning kulo, shem, and sreifa, so you cannot do that. So Rabunam Bapazi, Le'ilin Debe Nechemia Ken, he taught us, he, he, did, um, he, he instructed him to do as, as follows, to do that. Um, however, Rav Imi Nasif Ptila, and Rav Ila Lo Nasif Ptila. Rav Imi took the Ptila to use it, and Rav Ila didn't take the Ptila. So late Le'Rav Imi Hada Le'Rav Imi, so here, what are we talking about? Here, here we're talking about using the ptila, meaning this is like we learned in the previous praita. Meaning we saw if this is the case with a woman, with a, with a, based on the, I think this is what Rebbe Chaim explaining, this based on the praita we saw previously, with the Mishlachat Zevim. You're allowed to use the pre-dipped wicks in Shem and Sreifa 
because they were matter in the times of Mishlach Zevim. Okay, so he says, why don't you use it? I don't understand. So Sava Rav Ila Mishum Gezer says, not because it is Truma. I know the Chachamim allowed me to use wicks that were dipped in Shemen Sreifa to put my lamp to use. I understand that. But I'm concerned this Shamash is using Shemen Sreifa without the Dara Baal. I'm concerned that there's the issue Mishum Gezer. So he says, no, Balol Min Hadin Shamshim Kadosha. He says, what are you, we're dealing with something Kudusha here. You think the Shamash would use it so, so flippantly and haphazardly without, asking, without having the Shutabal? Of course, he must have had Rushutabal in order to do so. So, therefore, there's no question about using no, no Hashishum Gezel. Okay. Gamil Zuga Sha'al Le Reb Yasa. Maulo Sif Shemen Chulin Lahadlik. Can I add Shemen Chulin to my Shemen Sreifa to burn it? Okay. Um, fine. So, the, uh, he answers Amar Lei, Lo Tani Rabbi Shua, Ela In Chayvon Tor, Le Matzota. He says, I don't understand. We saw previously that when it comes to, if you've got a, um, you've got a jug full of truma tr- uh, tr- oil, we said you, you pour it out, wait three drops, anything left on the walls, you don't have to worry about it. You can be vital, you can just add more chulin oil. But here, if you're adding chulin oil to truma oil, the truma oil is there, right? It's, it's much more bain. What, what gives you the right to add chulin oil to it and then, uh, and then, uh, and then allow you to burn Shem Sreifa? However, Amar Rebbe Yavahu, Shani Yonatan ben Achmai, Bat Kohen Shaita Omeret Erev Shabbos im Chashecha. If you've got a Bat Kohen who's there Erev Shabbat, close to Shabbos. Ubiyada Ner Ubatocha Shem Sreifa. And she has in her hand a Ner that's full of Shem Sreifa. Harezem Mosefet. So this is Erev Shabbos. Um, and what she can do, she can Mosefet. She can add she can add shemen chulin in it and then light it. It's not a problem. Um, now, let me just add the question. I just want to read a bit more Reb Chaim to, to, to chop in the question. It says, Now, the thing is, the reason why we can't use shemen sreifa on yontav, we shouldn't be in kochim beyontav. Because we don't sort of kodshim. The gazel, but truma ato kodshim. And they're really, truma's not kodshim. We make zero truma ato kodshim. Now the question, what does that help you adding chulin? It's not that you battle it. Rather, the shemekim mashif shel chulin lo gazel. Maybe the zero only applies to what shemen, uh, to shemen, shemen strafer alone, but not a mixture. So he said, so the first half amina was, um, so again, Gamil Zuga asked Rabbi Yasa. Rabbi Yasa says absolutely not, because we see when when we saw when it came to a kli that had truma oil in it, that you have to pour it all out, and it's only the lining, whatever's on the inside of the kli, that you don't have to worry about. How here we've got here, Rabbi uh, Rabbi Yonatan ben Achmai says no, you can actually do that. If a bath kohen is, is, is what, what's the issue? She got shemen sreifa. This is on yontav. She wants to burn it for a Shabbos candle. She can add Shem and Chulin. It's not a problem. Samar Azira, my Tivya. Okay, who is this Rabbi Yonatan ben Achmai that we can rely on? What's his nature? Can we rely on him? Samar Le Adam Gadol. He's a God. Adam Gadol. And he's a big Baki. Not just that. Perishur Abichiyag the Kafar Tchumim Kamei Rebbe. Umatni Chakim. Meaning, yeah, it says, uh, sorry, that's where he's from. In other words, Rebbe Chia gave over this brighter in front of Rebbe, 
in the name of Yonatan, uh, 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 Yonatan ben Achmai, and he was mantegli chakim. This different explanation. Chaim says umino to lachacham b'shalkach. He called him a chacham, meaning this is a mashul ismoch. And what Rashi says, he made him a parnas alatzibur because of this. In other words, yes, there's something to rely on that this mixture of chulin and truma one will be able to shemet strefa and chulin. Sorry, on on uh, on yontiv. If you wanted to light Shabbos candles, then one could do so. Okay. Um, that's the duff, but I think we should, uh, tomorrow's duff is very small. This last part goes quite uh, quickly. So let's, uh, I think we'll just finish the Masechta, yeah? Everyone happy?